PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech on location. That's right, 2022 Honda CRF 250R introduction. We are up here in Mount Hood, Oregon. We rode Mountain View Motocross Park, and we decided to do this thing on location. So if it's a little bit echoey, don't hate on me. We're just doing this on location inside of a nice, uh, lovely, well, I guess we could say this a loft slash house that Honda put us up in. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk to you guys about the new bike and give you some information. And I have Dallas Dunn and my son Aiden Kiefer here because we all rode the bike. And we're going to break down the different uh, aspects of the machine as well as opinions. So, first things first, let's take care of some bills. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's easy to see why you guys should be going to KieferInkTesting.com right now. Click on the RMATVMC banner. That helps us out on the back end, gives us a slice of what you're purchasing, keeps this thing up and moving, and uh, lets them know that you like this podcast. So I've been looking at the the notes that you guys have been, actually, everything that you guys have been buying, I can see. So you guys have been buying a crap ton of stuff. So thank you guys for doing that. Of course, fxrracing.com, go check it out. The new Helium line is up, 2022. The special, uh, limited edition, Kiefer Inc. Testing white and black gear we uh gotta look good today it looked good today on aiden so uh if you guys want to get that go to fxrracing.com use the code kkmx35 that'll save you 30 percent that's a hefty amount guys you don't really get 30 percent off on a lot of things so getting 30 percent off on a set of gear is pretty cool um so go to fxrracing.com and do that and next week or maybe by the time you guys even hear this podcast the new, uh, some new line of gear will be up on fxrracing.com, so check them out. And, of course, Racetech, you want to maybe get your new Honda and get a little bit plusher ride, go to racetech.com or email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll get you a discount code, and we'll keep you uh, riding smooth and comfortable on the track with Racetech and your new Honda. And don't forget, they do engine stuff as well, ECUs. They have all vintage bikes. They do, all, do, do everything. So go to racetech.com, check them out. If you have any questions about my advertisers, please, oh, please email me. I love emails. I can't live without them. Chris at keyforinktesting.com. Dallas Dunn looks like he's going to die over right now or fall asleep, so I must hand the mic to you right now so you can talk and wake up. Do you need a Red Bull? I'm good. I had, I had a Red Bull on the way home. Dallas Dunn, 34 years old, 175 pounds. He is a... Uh, Kiefer Inc. testing and occasionally Racer X is photographer. We brought him along because uh, uh, basically he's the average working uh, guy that likes to ride dirt bikes and he's a 450 rider. I wanted to have a 450 rider involved in this podcast. If you watch the Racer X uh, video that we just did, uh, I feel like there's a niche and some room for vet guys to ride a 250. And we talked about that today, didn't we? Yeah. Came out good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Hey, Aiden. Hi. It's my son, Aiden Kiefer, 15 years old and uh, uh, 65 pounds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're 135 pounds now. Yep. You ride 250s. Uh, you previously were on a Honda. Yep. And now you're on KTM. So I'm going to get your opinion on the bike. Okay. And uh, maybe the younger generation can relate to you and what, how you ride and compare it a little bit to the KTM as well as your older Honda. Um, and that's our guys upstairs. So don't if you hear some background noise, don't mind those guys. If you hear uh, Greg Cousin, it, it's uh, it's him. Yeah. So basically, Honda, we, they have us out here in uh, Mount Hood, Oregon. We rode Mountain View MX Park in Sandy, Oregon. That's right, Dallas. Yes, Sandy, Oregon. Uh, so it's a it's a it's if you can picture Washougal, um, size down with a little bit more jumps. Kind of like uh, a state fair Washougal. Yeah, is basically kind of what it is. It's wood chips. Hard underneath, slick. In the morning, it was deep, but it's just like a weird kind of dirt where it's uh, it's, it's like it's like a, a fair, like a. It's churned up. Yeah, you got to talk a little louder. If we push that mic towards your mouth a little bit, and you can't yeah. chew gum when you're talking about this or whatever you're chewing, you got to take it out of your mouth. Um, so it's it's a hard pack underneath and bark, wood chips, whatever on top. Uh, if there is a most anticipated bike of the year. This is it, 2022 Honda CRF 250R. Uh, basically, it looks like a miniature scale down 450. Ooh, Dallas, sick. you own a 450. Yes. You like that? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Is this what it's going to be like the whole time? It's going to be three. I think. Want to elaborate on yeah, your 450? Yeah, simple. <laughs> <laughs> on your lab. Uh, so, basically, Honda went to work. They redesigned the whole 250, a dual, uh, dual cam, uh, changed the intake. There's 78% more capacity um, through the airbox. They're trying to get some more torque. That's the whole goal of Honda. Now, I'll be pretty transparent with you guys on this podcast. I've been riding this thing almost two years. I've uh, been having some help in the development. It's not to say that I am the end-all, be-all of this bike. I'm. If you guys can imagine being in a box, I can help that box shift around. And that is my job when I'm a production test rider. So within Honda, when I do help, they give us options. I try to go a direction that I think that this bike needs. And I feel, um, and this isn't Honda's words, this is my words, I feel like this bike needed more torque, it needed more um, bottom-end feel, and it needed a, a more forgiving chassis. So this is where I really wanted to hone in on when I was trying to help them develop this bike. Uh, so the goal with Honda in mind, what they said is they wanted more mid-range, they wanted more torque feel, uh, they wanted uh, a more stable chassis, and they wanted to keep the suspension nice and comfortable, but basically they wanted to lose some weight, which I didn't feel like they had a lot of weight uh, issues back in, you know, last year, even 2020. To me, it was all engine. Aiden, you rode a Yamaha, you've ridden a KTM, you've ridden a Honda, yep. you know Yamaha has the best bottom end, right? Yeah. Like that, that torque is what you look for. Yeah. So for me, uh, torque feeling on a 250 is probably the most um, appealing to a vet guy. For you, being 135 pounds, mm -hmm. what do you look for in a 250? Uh, just lightness so I can like hop around and get into the corners. Hop around and get in the corners. That's what you want in a 250. What about engine? Honestly, I it don't... I mean, depending on what class you're riding, like if you're riding a stock class, I would have to say like probably a Yamaha. But if you're uh, riding a mod class, just a regular class, 
right? I'd probably say like a KTM or this new bike is really good, so I'd have to say a Honda. You don't ride two fifty as much. Yeah. Was last two fifty was the last two fifty you rode? Mm, it's been a while. Like a what was time. it? Uh, I think it was Michael Allen's two fifty up at Paula. That was like last year. Like a Yamaha? Yeah. That's a long okay. time. And I rode like a lap, two laps, I didn't like it. I was like, I'm out. Why didn't you like the Yamaha? Lied. I think the last time it's because the same thing. It's like I, I haven't I'm not used to riding a two fifty, so kind of like relearn a little bit i think today most of the day the first part i rode was kind of just trying to relearn how to ride 250 right because i'm lazy i just like that 450 power right so uh to go to briefly go over if you guys want to learn more about the changes you can go to honda's website obviously they they do or powersports.honda.com they have all of that there um so the intake has changed they have head changes um Exhaust, obviously, you guys are stoked about that. Got rid of the dual exhaust. Most of you guys hit me up and, why did Honda create the dual exhaust? Look, it, I only know what they tell me. It's not like I know behind the scenes what goes on. Mass centralization is what they, they pitched. Do I think it worked? Probably not. I don't think so. Uh, it, it's debatable if it looks cool. Do you like the dual muffler? Mm. I think it looks cool. It, it, I mean, when you have like pipes on it, I think it looks sick. Yeah, like FMF. Pipe. I could take it or leave it though. But you'd rather have a single-sided muffler. Yeah. yeah. So with the exhaust now, um, it's a single straight exhaust port that ha- improves torque and low RPM drivability. That's what they're going for. Um, of course, ECU updates. No, they did not get a hydraulic clutch. People are flipping out on me. And Dallas talked about this in a Racer X video, which we'll get to a little bit in a little bit. But for me, I'm not a, a huge hydro clutch guy i like a cable pull still if the clutch is good so they went to a nine plate clutch system um they're saying honda is saying they improved clutch endurance by 21 percent, which i kind of tend to lean towards that i believe because i was pretty hard on the clutch today i don't know about you guys same you hard on the clutch yeah uh i was hard on the clutch because my leg so i'm using the clutch a lot to be lazier Dallas? I think I'm only, I only use it really a lot, like, in the corners and stuff. Or, th- are you in third gear trying to fan it to get out? Yeah, you're in there, but not very much. No. Yeah. Um, transmission. I've complained about a lot of things on the Honda transmission in the past. Uh, for me, uh, they changed um, the, five sp- the five-speed gearbox. They changed the first gear. Uh, so within that... Uh, for me, it helped second and third gear, which we'll, we'll talk about. But last year's bike, for whatever reason, I would be in second gear and I would shift to third in the air, like because I knew there's a straightaway coming, and it would be, it didn't feel much different than second. It would run out really quick, and I have to shift to fourth really fast. So it was a, it was just a really weird fucking experience for me because I'd go second to fourth. I would actually upshift twice in the air just so I can be in fourth. So I could then I downshift twice. Did you ever do that with your Honda, Aiden? Uh, not not that I remember of. I don't think so. Um, so they changed some stuff inside. What the what they say here, and I'm going to read this. What Honda says: um, only one shift fork is operated to execute this gearing change, rather than two. So last year they had two shift forks. The counter shaft has improved rigidity, which I don't know. Um, the shift drum is now 17% lighter thanks to a larger through hole and reduction of number of lead, um, lead grooves from three to two. Do you, do you even know what that means? No. You want a Red Bull? Yeah, he does. Do you? No. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, they're saying that the improvement results in a better gear shifting feel, which I, 
maybe I felt that. I I didn't have any problems. I, I had problems. Did you miss shift today? I couldn't get to third gear sometimes. No, that might false neutral? Been, no, but it just might have been my technique. Or Did you yeah. ever hit a false neutral today? No, I didn't. Aiden? No, I was just fine shifting. I've never hit a false neutral. I hit false neutrals on KTMs all the time. S- same. Yamaha? Same. False neutrals. Uh, KTMs are very hard to shift under load. Like on throttle, yeah. Yes. Like going down straightaways, I'm like... So That's actually true, yeah. Like on my Honda too, I don't hit a lot. You don't hit false No, on the Suzuki, I would do it all the time. You would, you would hit them? Yeah. So things that you guys at home may not even realize that your bike does good is because it gives you no problems. So when you have no problems, you may not even uh, reward that piece of the machinery. Just because it's out of mind, out of sight. Right. So for me, I didn't even think about that today. I forgot they even changed it, and I had no problems. So, uh, you know. The, the gearing on that bike was good. I, I could ride that bike just like my 450, second, third gear. Final gearing, 1349. Did you ride fourth gear at all? I never got into fourth gear. Me neither. No. Yeah. Track was open and straight away in one area after the floater hill. Yeah. Um, so if you guys been it. to Mountain View and you're listening to this, there's that floater little tabletop hill, then you have that straightaway that dips down into the valley. That's where I feel like I probably could have gotten there, uh-huh. but then I would have been right back down to third. Right. Yeah. Uh, look at the frame is down 1.5 pounds for 2022. So basically it is a CRF450R frame. You would think that it would be super rigid oh. because I, I shouldn't say super. I shouldn't even use that word. The 2022 or 21 Honda 450 is less rigid than 20. But for me, in the grand scheme of 450s, it is one of the stiffer frames. <sighs> I don't know if I should even say this, but I feel like uh, this 250 doesn't have that feeling. I'll, in testing, it didn't. Uh, today, in the... The, the initial test, we'll, we'll call it. I didn't feel harshness. The track wasn't rough, gnarly. There's but a couple you, big bumps. You jumped some crap today that slapped down landings, right? Yeah. It didn't feel harsh. No. Um, it's pretty stable. Yes, and that's what they, they're saying that they're trying to work on here. So what they say here, um, the wide curved main spars are smaller across the sections, plus they optimize the rib placement in the backs of those uh, down, those, uh, down spars. And the longitude rigidity is maintained, so that's the same, while the lateral rigidity is reduced 20%. Um, so for me, that tells me they're looking for a little bit more stability while trying to keep that cornering um, love that we have for the CRF250 and even the 450. So that goes hand in hand. So you guys are wondering, you guys, a lot of you guys hit me up and go, hey, can I transfer this over to this over? The wheels will go over. The 2022 Honda. So if you guys have wheels, even the older wheels, yes, yeah. So that will that will fit. Um, the frame is obviously different. Subframe, all of that is different. So they looked at reducing weight, and that is one of the ways they found it was through the frame. So that's a pound and a half lighter suspension. Is still Showa uh, suspension, 49 millimeter fully adjustable fork and Pro Link rear suspension. Wheels, DID, same thing, 2119. Uh, the Pirelli tires is a bit of a of a, I wouldn't say sticky point, but for me, people are they trip out the pictures. Yeah, that Honda put out. Dude, they're tripping. Everyone's like, oh, they look they look small. It does look small. It looks weird. It's right? a little bit smaller, but it's not as bad in person as it is on the on the actual. I would have liked to seen Honda go to a one ten ninety nineteen. There, it's a one hundred ninety. Basically, it's what it's a one twenty five tire. You know, so I don't know. I think it's for weight. 
If you guys are listening to this, yes, you can put a 110 on your 1.85 rim. It's not a big deal. I got a 120 on my 185 rim at yes. home. Uh, so going to that, if you guys have this bike and you're looking to get a 110, yes, you probably will gain maybe 0.2 and a half. I don't know. 0.2, less than a half a pound if you're going from a 100 to a 110. Not a huge deal. Uh, yes, it's unsprung weight, but for me, I would like more of that patch. So Honda felt like with the weight savings, they're going to put a Pirelli on it. But regardless... Pirelli MX32 Midsoft. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it on an OEM machine. Does Suzuki's I mean, have it? No. No, they got Bridgestone. So Ugh. at least the Pirelli MX32 Midsoft. I haven't seen one of those tires on a production bike ever. And if I, if there is out there, you guys can correct me and, and holler at me on my email. But I don't remember one coming with it. So that is a huge deal, not only for Honda, but for Pirelli. That is so mainstay in the GPs in Europe I mean, everyone, I would say not everyone. Most people, most racers run Pirelli. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar, familiar with Pirelli, I like a Pirelli tire. You've heard me talk about it on pod, past podcasts uh, and articles. The bump absorption of a Pirelli MX32 Midsoft is awesome. The carcass is softer than a Dunlop. And the front tire, I like. Did you guys even notice the tires today? No. I noticed it kept me... From sliding out, that guy watered the lip pretty good, and I came in. It's that that one section, that, that greasy g- section, the section you come into the finish line jump. It's kind of like a hip and coming in, mm-hmm. and yeah, that front lip was a little bit wet, and it those tires hooked up good to that stuff. Yeah, so uh, you will have to run a little bit higher pressure in the Pirellis, fourteen psi versus like a twelve point five in a Dunlop, but they will not last as long as a Dunlop. Dunlop uh, MX thirty threes will last longer. So traction is preferred. Uh, it's a preference like uh, anything else in life. You guys might like this feeling of a tire. Some of you guys not. But I think it's a good move to Honda to try to do something different. I love an MX-33 rear tire. I'm not a huge fan of the front. I like an MX-3S. I love an MX-3S. Um, but tough to get that tire. And it's a little bit more expensive to put that on an OEM. So if some of you guys may not know that. If you listen to my production uh, testing podcast, uh, tires cost money, and when you have a 3S versus a 33, um, it's going to be a little bit more pricey. And you guys don't think, yeah, it's a, it's 75 cents or a dollar per tire, but if you add that up over the course of how many bikes Honda makes, like it's a shit ton of, units. A shit ton no, of wait, money. No, wait, that was overtime. Oh, yeah. um, it's a shit ton of money. So getting a Pirelli on there, that's good. It's a good performing tire. It's not you're not downgrading. Nothing against Maxxis, but I've seen guys, uh, bikes come with Maxxis, and there's no way I'm out. I can't do it. Uh, God forbid if anybody's from Maxxis listening to this, but I cannot do that. And there's no way in hell McGrath designed Maxxis tires. Uh, I must have paid him a lot of money because I've tried Maxxis. Oh, boy. (laughs) Not great. Have you tried a Maxxis? Nope. Okay. All right. Um, I just like the mountain bike tires. Isn't that weird? Like, I, maybe I don't. I'm not. I'm not a great mountain bike tester, but I, I don't notice it. So I guess that's the same thing in the world of riding dirt bikes. Maybe people don't notice it. Yeah. I don't notice shit on mountain bikes. I'm just a soul rider, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Honda also slimmed up the Honda. Honda also slimmed up. The Honda, Honda slimmed also the Honda. slimmed up the CRF 250R. So the right and left side panels are 20 millimeters and 50 millimeters more uh, tucked in. Uh, there's a 70 millimeter narrower cross section at the rear of the bike, 
and the rear portion of the seat is 10 millimeters lower for a flatter lay, uh, layout. Uh, the radiator shroud side panel junction is smoother as well, so you get less hang-ups. Um, these ergonomic changes may not be the most noticeable, but again, when you don't have something bother you, that is telling you that it works. So when you sit on a Honda, Aiden, Dallas, yep. when you sit on a Honda and you, and you have KTMs and uh, Yamahas, mm-hmm. where, what do you feel the most comfortable on when you sit on something? Uh, How tall are you? Like 5'8", five, 5'9". Okay. okay. I'd say that, like, you're talking about, like, the most comfortable bike? Yeah, just give me an overall, what are you looking for on a bike? Like, when you sit on it. The rider triangle? Rider triangle. Yeah, but, like, how do you like it? Do you When you sit on a Honda, is it something that you like, yeah, I feel yeah. good? Yeah. Better than your KTM? Yes. I didn't even, whatever, he had his levers set at, or you guys, it was comfortable to me. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even set the bar, did it? No, the no. bar is actually just fine. It was just the lever was a little too high. Um, okay, so for me... When I sit on a Honda, I feel fine. Like, I'm good. I yeah. would like a more forgiving bar. No offense, Paul Parabinos. But <laughs> I would like to have a little bit more flex by a Pro Taper. Um, but Pro Taper bends sometimes aren't as good as Renthal. Pro Taper's a sponsor of this podcast. But I will say Renthal offers a wider range of bends. This Honda bend that comes on this bike, 839, I think it is. I like Dallas. it. Yeah. Well, I don't, know, I don't know the I don't know the band. The band is eight thirty nine, I think, and that is a great band. I had something to do with that back in the day. Uh, well, I've, I've been a crossbar guy, and when I got my Honda, I wanted to keep the stock bar. I thought it looked good, and it actually just yeah, it changed me a little bit, and it felt good. So this thing you sit on, it feels like a four fifty. It felt like your four fifty, right? Yeah. Um, it's flat. It's narrow. Felt lighter though, of and course. the bar band feels nice. Uh, so if you guys are looking for a little bit more comfort, a pro taper bar is a little bit better. Pro Taper is coming out with the bar that you and I ride with, Aiden. So good. Uh, Suzuki bin? It's called a Suzuki Suzuki Race race Team team bin. I had that bar before. And basically, it's a 996 copy. So a 996 Renthal copy, which is a great bin. Flat um, height is not as tall. It's Um, wider, though, right? The Geico Rise right? It is 811. Yeah. We cut them down to 805. Uh, That is a great bin. So if you guys are looking for one, Pro Taper will be coming out with, they're going to call it the Race Team bin. That'll be out in the fall, yep. so that'll be available, which is nice because Aiden and I have to uh, rape and pillage to get our our bars. Sometimes, like you know, we ask Valade, please send us some bars, and we need to get four sets of bars, and that's what we try to swap around with because we like that bend a lot. So, uh, kudos to Honda for narrowing this bike up a little bit. Still has a one point seven gallon tank, uh, but basically everything about this motorcycle is new the curb weight which you know curb weight you know full fluids full tank of fuel ready to ride 229 229 uh i did my homework ktm do you know how much a ktm weighs 227 it's a little bit less 226 yep that's close so it's still a little bit lighter uh just for some numbers for you geeks out there. So the rake and the caster angle is 27.3 degrees. The trail, uh, 115 millimeters. The length of the bike, didn't they say they shortened they the length? They shortened it up. They shortened the length of the bike 10 millimeters. 85.7 inches. Width, 32.6 inches. The height, 49.8. And the ground clearance hasn't changed, 13.1. Um, again, it's nice to have a Honda. I thought that they said that they increased the ground clearance. Um, if they did, it was minimal. Mm. 
It okay. wasn't something that, at least in testing, they didn't. Okay. Uh, but people don't really consider those numbers anything. Like, But I look at those ground, like the ground clearance and the height of the bike I look at. Because uh, you don't want a too tall of a bike to make it feel top heavy. And the ground clearance is important for the pegs. Most of us don't ride in the balls of our feet listening to this podcast. And it's nice to, if you're going to lean into something, have a little bit of a of more ground clearance. You're not dragging your feet or your pegs or catching, God forbid, you fuck your knee up like me and catch a peg. So uh, I was riding a Yamaha. I had to drop my ground clearance five millimeters with my foot peg and look where I'm at with a, a screwed up meniscus. Bingo. So... Uh, Honda does it right with the just. I mean, you ask anybody, you ask any R and D guy from any manufacturer, they're like, "Dude, Honda feels great." They cool. try. Other manufacturers try to get that same rider triangle like the Honda. I feel like Suzuki, Suzuki is a little bit like it, but with a deeper foot peg feel, like lower. Yeah, yeah. Yamaha's all jacked up. Yamaha feels like shit. I can't. Yamaha's fat. Well, yes. If you ride other bikes, you get on the Yamaha, it feels fat. But what I'm saying is like. The, the 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 pocket of the Yamaha the 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 pegs are high up you just feel a little bit cramped I love the bar bend if they could just flatten that seat out and drop the pegs a little bit and figure it out it'd be great but Honda has it right with the ergos man like they've done a great job and uh, yeah it's just something that oh I I take that back I just looked at the specs here so you guys are one of thirteen forty nine I was wrong thirteen fifty thirteen fifty mm, I was trying to pay attention yeah so thirteen fifty is uh, the final drive on the CRF 250R. Huh. Didn't I, that must have skipped my mind from testing because I don't the, remember The 450 is 13.49, right? Yeah, but we were doing that on the 250 in testing. I thought we were sticking with that, and maybe either A, I forgot, or they changed it because now it's 13.50. So there you go. All right, so that's the, the rundown on the bike. So let's get to it. I'm going to give you my point of view here, and it's an unbiased point of view, even though you think, hey, Kiefer, you fucking test for Honda. You're going to suck them off and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's going to be the best thing ever. Look, uh, Honda knows that I'm very, very transparent, minus the confidentiality stuff, right? Like, I'm not going to talk about that side of things. But the bike itself, I am free to talk to, or I'm free to talk about whatever I want. I will say this on the podcast to their face. I did this in testing. Uh, I'm not scared. So I wanted more torque. I never wanted to ride the Honda 250 because didn't have that. It didn't feel fast. That's why I put Aiden on that son bitch when he moved from a 125 to a 250 I because that it's being the reason. Yeah, it's mellow. It's easy to handle. But when you have experienced riders, you want some more torque. I I'm a vet guy. I would love to ride a 250. 250 is the most fun bike for me to ride if I wasn't racing. If I was just riding, I was a soul rider and I wanted to ride and have fun. I'd ride a 250 and I would build a little bit, make it fun and fast and be great. But in stock form, it's just not as good as a KTM or a Yamaha, so I wanted some more power. I think Honda, and I didn't have a back-to-back comparison today, I think Honda bridged the gap today. They outdid themselves. Uh, yes, the Yamaha YZ250F is the most torque in class still, I feel like. But now we have this Honda. The KTM was just below the Yamaha. It was, wasn't as snappy but it pulled long. I feel like this Honda is almost mimicking that KTM power feeling where it has more bottom end and more low end response than the KTM and pulls like it from the mid to top. Mm -hmm. Unlike a Yamaha where it falls off on its ass and you have to short shift it more like a 450 on that YZ250F. So 
it's a little bit of a blend of uh, I can be lazy, I can rev it out, uh, I don't feel like shifting, and it'll pull it. So there is a difference between the bike. And every year people go, oh, you just talk about the bike, and you know it's a new bike, you think it's the greatest thing. I'm not saying it's going to win shootouts, but I will say right now top it will be a lot better in shootouts. Yeah, top three maybe. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Top three. Yep. If it gets less than that, I will be shocked. Yes, Husqvarna, Gas Gas, KTM. I understand. They're all the same and they're in that group. But the chassis is better on the Honda. That's my feeling. You're not a, you're not a 250 guy, Dallas. I tell Dallas, for you guys, this, I tell him this, and he doesn't listen to me. Okay, Dallas, is I, Dallas and I relationships are very black and white. I said, look, I'm going to listen to you. You're a BMX guy. You're great on mountain bikes, photography. I'm coming to you for questions about that. You tell me. I'm buying whatever you tell me, just like this podcast. People trust me. I trust you to, to guide me in that way. I tell Dallas, hey, man, I've watched you ride a 250, and I have. Fuck, man, you look really good. I think you look better on a 250 than you do a 450. Today, Aiden? I agree. I have Aiden doesn't so. even know I said that. Greg, dude, Dallas looks good. Looks looks frisky. It's moving around. Trey Kennard, hey, man, is that your guy? Trey Kennard, is that the guy that rides BMX that, you, you, that does stuff with it? Yeah. Dude, looks good on that bike. And maybe Trey's just blowing me because he's a Honda guy. Okay? <laughs> but maybe you or other people, vet riders listening to this, and if you're on the fence and you're just riding and having fun, 250 is a good option. I'm not saying that you need to, like, get it. But, dude, 450 is a lot of bike. That Honda you riding, holy shit, man. It's so fast. It's too fast. It's really fast. For you. Yeah. You rode my KTM 450. We, we took a trip up here. All right. We spent the weekend up here. We rode other tracks. I brought a KTM 450 SXF. Smoother, linear. You're like, dude, this bike's so good. Hello. Yeah. It, the, the Honda can be hard to ride. So now we, you rode the 250 F today. Now, so tell, tell us how it was. So I had this. I haven't rode a 250 in a while, and I'm a little bit heavier guy. You're 175. You're not I'm that not heavy. that heavy, but I feel like I'm. I'm. Yeah. Anyway. Um. I just haven't rode 250 in a while, so I figured I would just stay with the 450. But and like I had, I had this like um, thing I wouldn't want to ride a 250. Why? What's the thing? What is that thing? It just doesn't have a lot of power. It can tilt me around a lot. Okay. And, right. and I'm gonna have to ride a lot more aggressive, which I think I do have to ride it more aggressive. Of course. Um, but I always loved them when I was younger, and I was on them. I had the Cowie 250s, and um, but yeah, today when I got on it, I was actually pretty surprised and it kind I'm, I still want my keep my 450 but it has turned me over a little bit more on what you're saying I think the stigma about you your type right you're on a 450 you listen you may be raised two three times a year if that right a lot less now since a lot I've less gotten now. hurt and I'm correct. just trying to mellow out a little bit correct uh, you enjoy riding a, bur- a dirt bike keyword riding right mm-hmm I know you say I try to do twenty minute motors on a. I watch you on a four fifty, and and I slow down after a little right. bit, yeah. Okay. But I still try and stay and out you've there. You've had some the- big crashes on your four fifty, yeah, big. Okay, so my thought process as a test guy that's been around a little bit, I'm looking at you. I watch your style. I look how much you ride. I I I quarterback all of this, and I go, man, a two fifty would be great for you because you're gonna jump what you're gonna jump. 
regardless of CC size. You see something at the track, you're like, yep, going to do it. Yes, you had to stretch some shit out today. Okay. Yeah. I and I think the more comfortable jump. you got on it, you would be able to clear those jumps. But what I'm saying for you guys out there that are listening to this, I need power to get out of this corner and clear this jump. Dude, it's not a make or break situation for you type of guys. You're going to be able to do it if you can add a little bit of power to the 250 and get out of that corner and jump. You've already made up your mind of what you're going to jump when you're at the track. Very rarely are you at the track on a dirt bike now. You pull something out of your ass at 3 p.m. That's true. You're just going to you're gonna know when you go on your pr- first practice, hey, man, I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to do that. You jumped everything. And there might be one jump that you haven't done the first practice, but you'll nail it the next practice and you got it down. That's no different than a 250. You're not racing, so don't worry about the starts. If you want a little bit more horsepower, you can provide that with whatever, a pipe, ECU, whatever it is. The second thing people say, yeah, Kiefer, what about reliability? I'm going to rev the shit out of it. I'm going to go through more top ends because of my 450. Not true. Uh, unless you're riding sand or you're just a bad mother, the, the, the interval time for you to do any kind of top end maintenance on that is going to be close to the same. I'm not saying it's going to be exactly the same, but it's going to be close. You ride how you ride. You ride how you ride. Like I watched you ride today. Yeah, you revved a little bit more, but you didn't. Revved as as more than the 450. No. So, not to get on the subject of which bike is better, but I'm just saying now... Now I see things a little bit Now we can talk about the Hondas in this thing now because if we, me and you were talking about 2021 Honda, I'm like, nah, bro, you don't want to ride that bike. It's not enough torque for you. Now this thing got some torque. Yeah. It's got enough to pull your ass around. Like I said, I could ride it like my 450 just second, third gear today. It took me over everything except for that one jump that... I I had trouble clearing. I I tagged it a couple of times and I just stopped doing it because I I couldn't make it. Right. You guys are making it easy. Uh, I don't know. That's I wasn't making it easy. He makes it easy. Yeah, he makes like, it. Like I'm I'm 170 pounds too, and I got a one knee. So, <laughs> I, but what I'm saying is, when you go to these tracks, you're a vet guy. If there's that triple, you case it. Consequences what? You bounce. You're not gonna break your wrists, right? Yeah. If that landing was peaked. You would never even tried it. Yep. Boom. Bingo. There you go. Mike I dropped it. I dropped my pin. That's what I'm saying. Trust the process of a 250. <laughs> Trust the process. Sell 11.7. 11.7. Sell that 11.7. Buy yourself a 2022. Honda. I'm not saying this. I'm not a Honda guy, but I'm saying that's an option. You're going to have a blast, dude. You're going to have way more fun. You're going to want to ride more because, holy shit, I'll be ripping. Your corner speed will go up. Your your fun factor will go up. Your ride time on the track will go up. That's my point to you guys listening out there, and that's why I'm looking at Dallas in the eyes and telling him that. So I ride his ass a lot about that thing, but I think he's a good rider, and, and the 250 can, uh, can tap into something that you guys haven't seen yet because you're on bigger bikes. That is my – if I was on the Pulp show, this would be my Race Tech rant. This would be what I'm talking to you about. So you had a good time on the 250. You liked that power. I had I had a great time. That second time I went out too, I was kind of just trying to put in a moto, but then try and fill the bike too, and uh, I got less wore out. Like if I had been on my 450, but it's crazy that that bike is so much more like compliant than the 450. Same stuff, but it it Correct. is way less rigid. It, it, there's a lot less transferred to the rider of 
energy and stuff. Energy, right. everything. It's so it's a lot better. I mean, I guess all, I I don't know it. I'm not a. a <laughs> I am not the type of guy to really quarterback that whole thing. Like I'm not an engineer, right? I'm a feeling type of guy, and that's what us riders are like. We're feeling types of guys. So, uh, on paper, you'd be like, "Dude, it's going to be stiff because it's it's the same four, it's the same frame as the 450." Way di- it feels way different. But I think we're looking at uh, less torque, right, than a 450. So you don't get those same binding, and binding yeah. situations, <laughs> and uh, just the 250 is less power, easy to manage. So, uh, Aiden, yep. moving on to you. This is about the engine. Okay. You rode a Honda. Mom and mom bought you a Honda. Yep. Um, just after Loretta's, or before Loretta's, but we bought you that, and because we thought, you know, you're 130 pounds, you're not that very strong. Now you rode this 2022. You did ride it with me in the pre-production stage a little bit, and you said yep. you liked it. Yep. And now you're here, first day on it. How did you like the power? Dude, as soon as I uh, jump out of the track, it reminded me of a Yamaha, just of how much torque it had, kind of. Right. But not as much. Right. And, like, the sound of it, too, sounded exactly like a Honda. But from the uh, Honda... So, like a Honda or a Yamaha, you mean? Yamaha, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it didn't have that intake suction, it, though. No, not that, but, like, just the raspiness. It okay. kind of sounded like that. Yeah. But um, the Honda that Mom bought me compared to this one, I feel like the old one, it felt like it just felt dead. Like, it had no bottom. It was very uh, linear. You had to work a little bit more. Yeah. You had to work a little more. I feel like with this Honda... It's kind of like a uh, like a little mini version. Like let's say a, a Yamaha and a KTM had a baby. Mm-hmm. This is what it would be. It would turn out to be this new Honda. That's good, I mean that's that's kind of a good way. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah, like it's and that's kind of what I was mentioning. It's, like it, it's it's in it between. It felt good. It was it, snappy, yeah. but it was also like like not too smooth. much. It was yeah. smooth. Yeah, it's very connected. Yeah, yeah. Feeling. A lot of thought and response. I've noticed in the 250 world, you want horsepower, right? Mm-hmm. And there is points of time that you have too much in certain areas, but for the most part, you want a lot. Um, if you have a kid and you're listening to this and you're like, I'm interested in buying a 250, is this the right bike? Like, I would say, yes, this we would buy Aiden a Honda 250. Yes, it still is uh, easy to ride, but it has more juice for him now. He's getting a little bit better. has a little bit more power. Doesn't it have three maps like the 450? Yes. So, second, you know, map two would be more. Map two is an option, option but what, what happens when sometimes when we, when we make these maps or you have a map two, it makes the bike feel heavy. Really? It's so smooth, right? Um, you tried... Map one and three. Yeah. And you like? I like the map three just a little more. So map three is a little bit better bottom end, doesn't rev out quite as far. But map one, I'm a, I'm a fan because uh, it still has good bottom end pull and it's a longer pull. So I don't have to shift. There's like that jump today where you're saying you're trying to stretch out. Mm-hmm. Like I could uh, roll that corner before it in second and then shift and let it eat and it would clear it. Or like Trey said, he's like, I shifted before the corner and rolled the corner in third and just... Gave it all and it didn't run out. That's what I did. Yeah, that was a map one. Yeah. See, I was gonna try that too, but then I, I kept casing it, and I was just like, you know what? You really had to stretch it, though. I noticed. Yeah. Right. But like I said, that thing was stable. Like casing it. Yeah. Didn't de- didn't deflect sideways. <laughs> stayed straight. It was good. Let's talk about the chassis. So eight pounds lighter. Uh, like again, I wasn't didn't really notice the the weight on last year's Honda. Didn't think it was that heavy, but now, man, I can really feel how light this bike is. Uh, where I feel it is two things about this chassis. It feels lighter than last year's, and I feel like in the entrance uh, area one of the corners, that tip in, and then area two where I try to keep my lean, that's where I feel like it's light. The second thing is I can stand up more 
with this chassis than I could last year's chassis. I can keep the lean standing through the corner, Euro style, GP guy, and then sit at the end. Or, 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 <laughs> I could, I'm, I'm a big knee up guy now, right? So I got to keep my foot on the peg. I got to protect it. I could lean today in these ruts, keep my foot on the peg, and it didn't give me that false hope of, oh, you're going to dab it? That, or you feel light and all of a sudden, it's heavy, oh, oh, it just oh. falls down. You're like, oh, shit. That light feel was wider to me on the lean. Like, I, I had more leeway where I could lean. That's nice. That's a nice feeling to me. That jump, um, you know when you come off that step I was talking about? You come in that little roller over the turn. Yeah. And then that little step And down. then the step up, you got a seat bounce to get over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the inside roller turn. That one I was hitting, and, like, I was hitting it standing up. There was a couple of times I'm like, oh, boy, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm I'm gonna to wash the front. Mm-hmm. But then it just stayed. And I just gave a little more gas, and it tracked right yeah, through. Yeah, same. It I standed up over the roller, and I sat down. As soon as I got in the pocket with no foot out, and it just stuck the whole way. I mean, was that is that different from previous years? The same or to be honest, I would have to ride them back to back to really notice. Right, but I feel like this Honda corner is really good this year. Way better. I mean, Honda's cornered good for you. Always, years, yeah, right? yeah. Um, straight line stability for me. Bump absorption is better. Yep. Hitting bumps. Uh, what we call in the testing world is um, there's bump absorption and then the control of the absorption. So when I hit it, yeah, it could be soft but and nice to the to the touch, yep. but does it kick to one side or, or the other? Is it controlled? And for me, I still have that nice um, bump absorption feel, and it stays straight. What I didn't like about last year's bike, and I complained about it to the engineers and even on the 450 side of things, was let's let's picture Glen Helen where you're arcing, you're going wide, and then you have this, this chop, and you're trying to make it to come back to the inside. When you're on your edge of your tires and you're on the lean – on throttle, that fucking chassis was all over for me. I didn't feel like I'm just planted and had a good tire contact patch. This 250 has better the contact patch than the 450 for me, and I don't feel as loose. Yep. Perfect example, floater, jump, whip, you know, hill. And that that straightaway where you're leaning and you're coming yeah. down, Yeah. that's where I didn't like it last year. This year, it was, new. It was good. You? I have to agree. And you like you felt planted? Yeah. There's a couple of times where I hit a slick spot and and it like just it stayed planted. And, and I'm not gonna say it's just glue; it's on glue everywhere, but it's controlled. Like you can feel it if it's coming. Before I didn't know when the fuck it was coming. Like it could just went boom. I'm slipping out, and I'm like, whoa, where'd that come from? Like, it's just energies went boom, boom, gone, and I'm like on my ass. Here I can be like, oh, oh, that's the lean. I gotta get out of that. I'm I'm good. Dallas. Yeah, that section that you're talking about, Aiden was like, oh, be careful through there because it's kind of slick, but that section, I not really have too many problems with it. Right. Hey, we'll be back with the 2022 Honda CRF 250R in a minute, but first things first, support these advertisers, listen to the commercials, get some discounts, save yourself some money. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas, is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front-end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. ScreenPrintingDone.com <laughs> You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January, so check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com, 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Email me, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is, they even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them. Ride-engineering.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars? You don't want a crossbar? Protaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy greatest grips ever go check them out the race cut grips come on i am a sx race evo and fusion guy so go check them out protaper.com and if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions go to keeferinktesting.com there's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike go search around it's a fun article keyfring testing it's a great place to do it you know what else is protaper protaper.com Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. 
you know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right, they're in Oregon, powermotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. testing gives the best deals possible. And so do Power Motorsports. Hit them up, powermotorsports.com. All right, I appreciate you guys listening to these and saving yourself some money. Back with the show, 2022 Honda CRF250. Show of suspension, uh, track toughness is a huge topic we talk about a lot. Uh, show of guys did a lot of work with this machine to adapt to also having more power, but also for me, the chassis. Uh, you just can't stick last year's bump sticks on there and expect it to, to handle what you want. The thing I noticed about this this setting, it's it's a little soft for me, of course. Uh, I'm sure it's a little soft for you. Aiden might be a little bit stiff. I don't know. But it catered to all of us today. Uh, 105 is the recommended SAG setting. Uh, at the course of the day, none of you guys knew I did this, especially you, Dallas. I s- dropped the SAG to 107, turned the high speed in on the shock a quarter turn. Uh, not, no, remember, I think it was a, an eighth. An eighth of a turn in. And then I went, I dropped the fork to three mil from five and then went plus two, which is two clicks stiffer on the fork. And it's so much better. It's so much more balanced. It's less pitchy. Uh, Not to say that was a lot of pitchy today because uh, I didn't get a lot of D-cell breaking hard into corners. But, uh, man, that adjustment usually would have went somewhere south for me last year where I'm just like, Holy crap, man! Like, I, it's a whole different bike now. Just like, oh yeah, it's better. I did notice that a little bit on the um, finish line jump. Yeah, it's just a little bit smoother if I went a little long, and yep. especially on the first, my first time sending that one, I, I think I landed flat. Yeah, but <laughs> but that bike held up. I mean, I, it was pretty good. And you cased the shell that quad today. Yeah, I did. It was fine. Yeah, it felt just fine. Wheel was messed up or no? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, it was so just strong fine. wheels. Yeah, great. It was the chain that was. Squeaking. Yeah, yeah, I think the uh, let's face it, chain's not the greatest on no. the Honda. The chain had a recall last year. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened in that recall, but it's just the Honda chains aren't the greatest chains. Uh, the hub problems that a lot of people hit me up about. There's not an issue with this hub, rear hub. The twenty one four fifty, they made it beefier with the bolts. Yeah, so they weren't ripping the bolts out of this the hubs, and this bike has the same hub. Yep. Uh, so for me, track toughest overall on the suspension side of things is better. We will get back to our own tracks, of course, back at home and feel that. Uh, but for me, good hold up, good dampening feel, good control, 
Uh, a little bit of adjustments does help, and it doesn't just make the bike feel like complete dog shit like it did, you know, in the previous years where it's just like, man, I just – I got to change my bike at every track. For stock suspension, that it felt really good. Yeah. Especially compared to my stock suspension. You know how bad the settings were on the stock 450, yeah. but I thought it felt great. Yeah, it's just – again, working with less weight, less power, easier to manage, just an overall better feeling. So – uh Good job to the guys over there at Showa for getting a better setting and adapting those bump sticks to that chassis. Uh, little things that I like to mention, uh, besides Ergo's, we talked about the sound pitch. It is a little bit different this year. It sounds like a YZ a little bit. Yeah. A little, little raspy. but Not I, raspy like a YZ. No. No, no, no not But not, it not kind bad. of like almost there. Like if right. you, yeah. But I think with like an FMF, because those are pretty deep. Right. That would sound pretty, or Yosh. Sound really good. Yeah. Let's hope these guys, these aftermarket muffler companies, really Put make, it, make it better. Yeah. Because it's tough to make a, a aftermarket muffler better. But I think if if any of those guys are listening, which is a high possibility, wouldn't mind getting a little bit more bottom to mid-range from a pipe. If you lost a little bit of over-rev, I think I would be okay with that because I could shift earlier. And let it pull. I wouldn't mind using fourth gear. I'm fine with that on a 250. Yeah, I think you could definitely use fourth at Glen Helen. Right. Yeah. Uh, again, Pirelli tires. To me, it's it today was a wood chippy day, so it's tough to really get that lean into these uh, corners here at Mountain View. But we'll put them to the test back at home in the hard pack slash sandy circuits of desert, Glen Helen, State Fair, all these these different types of tracks. And hopefully, maybe we'll make it back east, Aiden, since we don't spend money at Loretta's for you. Yep. Thank you for that. Welcome. Um. A complaint I have is uh, the seat. Uh, I spent two weeks testing with Honda guys, I don't know, last week, two weeks ago, and my ass was smoked because it's super thin on the sides of the seat, and I hit the subframe all the time on my ass bones when I seat bounce. Tough. You get that on your 450? Yeah, at first I I didn't like it. Like That was one of the first complaints I have on my 450. Because you got a big butt, dude. You think you it would think help it would that help. help, right? Yeah, but no, it was like it was more like where their spine ends. Yeah, yeah, it's like on the edges of my ass, almost my hips, where it just it's sore. Um, so for me, you guys want to switch that up? Go to a gut seat. Even if you get the standard foam from him, it is better than the stock foam from Honda. Um, so that's just my advice to you guys out there. Um, but overall, man, uh, run your settings up th- on the suspension 107. Uh, try that. If you uh, think it's a little bit too diving the front, drop that fork to 3 millimeters, and you're going to have a happier life with this CRF250 um, this year. That's pretty much it on this bike for the first day for me. And you guys have anything else to say? Yeah, the only, thing that, I, only real complaint I got, I guess, is the grips. Yeah, I mean. Kind of tore my hand up a little bit. That's, but. To me, the grips are fat. And they're going to change them anyway. They're a fat-feeling grip. Um I, the the compound for me isn't a huge issue because I I ride a lot, so I don't get blisters that much. My I have I'm good with those, but kind of like um, my thumb got a blister. Hydraulic clutch don't really care about. You have a hydraulic clutch yeah, on your 450. So that's what we should talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> my 450 has a hydraulic clutch, and I feel like it's a little too on and off. It's really good for a hydraulic clutch. I feel, but almost I would I would be just as happy. If not better, a little bit more feeling with this this uh, cable clutch that the 250 has. It's it was really good. The this 250 Honda is not the lightest pull. It's it's okay. It wasn't bad though. No, it it's not bad. horrible. It's not great. I've, I've way better than the old one. Yes, uh, 
And it's, what's way better is the longevity of your plates and the life. It won't be dragging or won't be slipping out on the track. Get so that, that extra plate. Right. So kudos to the guys getting some durability. Cooling issues. Forgot about this. This is also a subject because, man, be like, oh, is, the cooling, is the cooling better? Yeah. Uh, propeller gear and the water pump is thicker, so you're getting more efficient water um, flow. Mo- moving around, flow. Uh, the louvers on the radiator are also spaced different to get more airflow through there, so that is nice. It was hot today. We let the bike idle, revved the shit out of it, riding circles. Like We rode it all hard. All yeah, like, we, it would, it all day it was moving. Yeah. Was, no water was puking out at any no. point today. Aiden would go out. He would do like he was out there for a while, and then I fl- had to flag him in. And all I did was they went back, put gas, you know, cleaned had it up a little bit, and yeah. then back out, and then for more hammer Look, time. Last season or two seasons ago, twenty or twenty one, the the techs at Honda had to check the radiators all the time. That's not the case right now, so that is awesome. Oh yeah, I think I think I watched one dude check just one. Your old bike, dude. We had to check the dude, water how many times? A lot because the cap sucked. It would spew out the cap. Caps would would be jacked up, yeah. or it just simply would just puke out because it would overheat really quick. So much better. Good job. All those louvers, though. I mean, if if someone gets them, they should maybe get those the twin air covers. Sheets. Or, yeah. or 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 you can make the um like the ones I just did for my four fifty. I got some roof some roof gutter. Mm-hmm. The David Martinez special. No, it's a roof gutter. Uh, screen mesh and I put it on there and rivet it on it helps because the louvers are so open you can get dirt clogged up in your radiators right and it'll bend them and it'll clog them up so there you go kind of a good there was some mud up in there today too I noticed yeah Yeah. a couple little mulch yeah bark yep so some tree branches that's it that's another plus today that was cool to to see like it it wasn't overheating the clutch was actually better it was tough for me to say that last year because I couldn't be like hey what about the clutch I'm like eh not that, it's not that great. Yeah. How's the cooling? Not that great. So, honestly, better job from Honda improving the durability of the bike. Um, also, too, you guys always ask me, what about testing? Do you guys do durability? No, I do not do durability testing on these bikes. But I guess it is kind of like a mini durability when we do all of these changes and we test the bike for a week or two, and it's the same bike, and we ride the shit out of it. And I do not remember having any problems with this bike during testing. So it's funny. I brought this up uh, the other day to someone. Someone was asking me something, and I go, this was the first time that I had a bike uh, presented to me as a new model in testing that I liked right away. Usually I'll get a new bike or a new model, and I'm like, yeah, we need to work on some of this or this. I got this bike, and I was like, dude, this is pretty fucking good. I mean, um, we had to think about what we wanted to get better because it was already better in most areas than the last year's bike. So that makes it tough for a test guy to to improve upon. But that's where I was at when I first got this bike and it was presented to me. I go, here you go, ride it. This is what's going to be out in 22. This is in 2020. And I'm like, holy shit, this is really good. And I was excited about it. And I was really excited for this day to come, for people to ride it. And, and I'm honestly curious to see what other media guys think. Because I didn't get to talk to him much today. Yeah, I didn't either. So I'll be just looking over MXA, Vital, and Swap to see what everyone else says too. Because, yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be, oh, it's going to smoke all the bikes. It's way better. But it's a better Honda, and it's going to be a better in the shootout. Yeah. So it should be, should be better. 
I don't have a lot bad to say. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't feel everything like you do and stuff, but I had a good time on it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I love. I it. mean, I had it, honestly like I'm a bum knee and everything and cry, cry, cry river. But I, like I like, said, I, I feel like I I had a good time today. I, you know, it was fun, right? I had a really good time. I felt myself on my balls, my feet a lot more. Same. Like kind of, kind of like without having to think about it, I was already there. Yeah, I had the same I, thing. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Good times. I got to ride Trey Kennard today. Yeah, you rode Trey. Yeah. How's that feel? Good. Yeah, they were I mean, going listen, out. That's, that's a pretty big deal, dude. That is a big deal. They were like, spending some laps together, just yeah. floating around, and I got some video. It was pretty good. I can't so you want to see how uh, Aiden rides with Trey, you can go to at Kiefer 71 L-I-L Kiefer 71 on his Instagram. We'll have some video, yeah? Yeah, probably later in the week. I got I'm got. i not talking tonight. I'm, I know, later Well, next. it's not coming up till Thursday. Yeah, but stuff... Of him, I got a lot of other work to do too before I get to <laughs> edit video. Oh yeah, I'm just saying yeah. like this this podcast won't be up till Thursday. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, that was a good time. Yeah. Red, red for you then, Hyde. Yep, we're going. Oh boy, you call mom and tell her that. All right. Can't wait for her to talk to me about that when we're getting ready to go to bed. So okay. So Aiden really likes the Honda. <laughs> so should we go buy him seven bikes and go racing? Yeah. No, we shouldn't do that. You look should good on the Honda. Good, good for him. Yeah, he's gonna ride other bikes for a while because I can't afford. But keep like, switching bikes. Like I that. told him, he looked just as good as he does on the KTM. Yeah, but uh, the red looks good. You're just a ride red guy. Yeah, red does look sick. No wing, no prayer. Nope, we're good. FXR gear look good today. I, I think I, that's probably why I rode good is because of the white gear. 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 You know who would have been really cool if if our buddy Greg would have rode two fifty. I that, know that would have been if fun. Greg would have rode, it would have been so. But sick. he ate like four lunches, so he didn't. I know. Ride. I think he's about to go eat some more now at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this has been the Rocky Mountain ATVMC dot com Kiefer Tested Podcast. You guys, as always, you have any questions for me, Chris at KieferInkTesting dot com. My door is cracked open. Um, you guys can uh, check me out. Over there on racerxonline.com. There's a video will be out Thursday. You can get this podcast. And holy shit, I'm going to type an article for Steve. I will put that up on pulpmx.com. I'll probably put something like uh, 10 things you need to know about the CRF250R. So that'll be up. So there's all different ways of information. If you're not a podcast guy, if you're not a video guy, we have an article. Old school dude, we can do that too for you. So please support these, these advertisers that are on this show. It keeps us up and moving. Keeps guys like uh, Dallas Dunn coming with us because it's expensive having Dallas with us. We need more money to pay Dallas. So uh, let's get uh, support these guys, keep these advertisers, and keep this thing up and moving. And shit, screw Dallas. I need more money just to keep Aiden in, on, on riding dirt bikes because it's expensive. Loretta's Everybody thinks, year. oh, you get free shit. Uh, I ain't getting two new free bikes for you. Loretta's next year. Let's go. I uh, can't wait. Yeah, let's talk about that already. I'm stoked. Jesus. Let me just get my knee fixed. D three produced. You gotta chill down on your knee. You need yeah. I got. I'm, I'm, I'm well now. Yeah. I'm getting operated on. But relax. Well, once I have the meniscus out, I will. But it, I can't just chill for eight weeks. People demand these podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. D yeah, three. Hey, I'm here. If y'all want to, you want to do You want to take over? No, but I'm here. I'll help. I'll you let out. you take over a show one time. I want to see how that goes. I want to hear. It would be like. I feel like I will give you my equipment. I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, do the up. show and then post it up, and I want to listen to it like a normal listener. Him and Drita. Yeah, you have it. everyone unsubscribe, unsubscribe. <laughs> Him and Drita would make their own podcast. No, it would. 
Drugs. No, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> you drita. don't even. Shut up. Listen to me. Drugs, drita, and drugs. What are you talking about drugs? He doesn't even do drugs. You're retarded, Aiden. Tell it was a joke. Yeah. That went to, listen. Yeah. Drita. I would listen to this because it would be like, hey, everybody, welcome to Rocky Mountain ATBMC Kiefer Tested Podcast. No, we. <laughs> yeah, that's what it'd be. That long, you thought we ended the show. We didn't end the show. That's just crickets from Dallas Dunn's podcast. I'm getting better. It. Okay, you are. You know, dude, the first time was bad. Like, yeah, that, my first time was terrible. You no, actually, people actually hit me up on my email and say, "Hey, man, it's cool to see the change in your kid." Yeah. You know that? Uh, get that thing out of dude, here, dude. Just talk, relax, stop tweaking out. Uh, it's people. Actually, hit me up and say, "Hey, man, from the first time Aiden was on your show, I could see a lot of progress. So you're actually talking. You can say some things and form more than one sentence. You were good on the Racer X video today, too. Yeah, I, tr- I I suck in camera. Yeah, you did pretty good. On these, I can do just fine. On camera, I suck. That's no different. That's what you got to look at it like. You know, when you have a camera in your face, it's no different than us talking on the, right here on this table. So and kind of different. I mean, you got Spencer with a big old camera in your face. <laughs> nah, it's fine. All right, we're gonna go eat dinner with the Honda guys. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll be back. Uh, well, hell, we'll be back next week. I'm uh, I'm gonna get surgery this week to fix. God, I, I don't. Even, Steve doesn't know this, but he's gonna shit. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get this thing finally fixed and back up and moving. So uh, get this pain away. And uh, man, I can't wait. It's gonna be a good time getting back to normal. So thank you guys for joining me. Again, as always, any questions, please feel free to hit me up, and we'll, we're here to help you. That's why we created Kiefer Inc. Testing. And uh, if you see me at the track, come by and say hi. Let's talk. Uh, bring your little ones. Maybe we got some stickers. Um, you guys want some shirts? Hit up Heather at KieferIncTesting.com. we got cool merch, hoodies. we got some new hats coming in now. Actually, hats. Not like that, but just normal hats like this. <laughs> Would you wear this kind of hat, Dallas? No, he wouldn't. You're he, out? He I'm wouldn't. Out. Really? Why? I wear it to work. Wow. wow. I'm only good for wow. work shit. I just don't wear those that style. What do you want? Torita. Uh, snapbacks. This is a snapback. Yeah, but the one with a little bit of a... Not, you, want, you want a flatter bill? N- a little bit. Not not crazy. Not 951 style, but a little well, bit. It's, you going it's either a bend bill or a flat bill. What do you want? A little flatter, yeah. Are you going DBK on us right now? He's DBK. It's his style, dude. There's 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 probably bit. more people like him than there is a me. True. You know, that style is... is look at DBK. It's successful. True. They're killing it. They are killing it. Their warehouse was yeah. packed. Uh, and honestly, I like some of their shit. Yeah. I just don't think I would wear it because of the, the name, right? DBK. If you made DBV, I'd wear it. What's that? Dirtbag Dirt Vets. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere else. No, not Dirtbag Vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Aiden because he's a pussy. What? How? <laughs> That'd be me. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you on the Thank next you. one. Later.